Happy Columbus Day, or should I say Christopher Columbus Day, or should I say Happy Imperialist Colonial Slavery Genocide Day, which is exactly what the left pretends this day is, as they conveniently take the day off because it is a federal holiday. Listen, guys, you can't have it both ways. What we are going to do today in this little special is debunk the four main arguments that the left, I shouldn't even call them arguments, the four main lies the left tells about Christopher Columbus. And the reason, of course, that they lie about Christopher Columbus, the reason that they try to vilify him and demonize him is because if they can vilify Christopher Columbus as a white man who discovered America, then they can delegitimize America as a whole. They can pretend that America was built on the four things they accuse Christopher Columbus of doing. They accuse him of committing genocide, of essentially propagating slavery in the new world. They accuse him of imperialism, and they accuse him of being a person of bad character as an individual, hoping, that last one, hoping, of course, that that will undermine his other accomplishments if they can paint him as some sort of villain. So I thought we would pull off historical fact and talk about the reality of the situation because the left lies, and they lie for a reason. They don't lie arbitrarily. These lies are dangerous. They have infiltrated our public school system and our and our narrative in, in pop culture, and it's very dangerous for our country. So let's start with these four lies. Four lies that Christopher Columbus committed genocide, that he propagated slavery in the New World, that he was an imperialist, as if that's a bad thing, and that he was a man of personal bad character. So the genocide argument, they claim he was a mass murderer, that he came to the New World and committed genocide against the natives who lived here. Now, this is simply historically ignorant if you look at the population of North America before Christopher Columbus came. Um, Notable historians estimate that the population of North America was roughly 20 million people in 1492. And it is true, and it is tragic that it's true, that approximately 95% of those 20 million people were dead within 200 years. Just two centuries later, 95% of those natives were dead. But it's not true that they were dead because of a genocide. They were killed almost entirely by disease. Now, the left is going to say, well, these diseases were from Eurasian origin. It was smallpox and influenza and tuberculosis and malaria and the plague and measles and cholera. And some of that is true. But a genocide is a willful attack or a willful cleansing, willful mass murder of a people Willful meaning intentional, mass murder meaning you're intending to kill them. That's not what that's not what happened. You can argue that this is a tragedy, and I would agree with you. You can argue that there are things that could have been done that perhaps could have avoided this. And perhaps that's true. That's an argument I'd be willing to entertain. But to accuse Christopher Columbus of being a mass murderer is simply factually inaccurate. Because as I noted, within 200 years after Columbus, 95% of the natives have died. Christopher Columbus did not live for 200 years after he landed in, in the New World in 1492. This is what happened after he arrived. So did he commit a genocide against the natives? No, there's, there's no historical data that even kind of substantiates that, and all historical data contradicts it. The left is lying because they want to demonize our country, and they're doing that by demonizing white people who came here, particularly white men. Their second lie about Christopher Columbus is that he propagated slavery in the New World. And this one is, of course, nuanced because slavery is always morally wrong. And it is true that Christopher Columbus had slaves. That is true. And slavery is unequivocally evil and wrong. He shouldn't have done that. I don't think very many people are defending him in that. 
But let's also remember the context of the situation. Christopher Columbus was not unique or alone in owning slaves. The natives in North America at the time constantly enslaved each other. In fact, that's what, that's what the history of North America before Columbus was essentially wars between the Native American tribes. And when one Native American tribe conquered another, they took, especially the women and children, they usually killed the men and took the women and children as slaves. So Christopher Columbus, you can say, yes, he was wrong to own slaves. And I'll agree with you wholeheartedly. Most people will. But to pretend that Christopher Columbus was propagating an evil practice in a way that was different or new in North America is simply a lie. And historical context, again, just opening a history book. This is why they try to sanitize history. This is why they propagate religious or revisionist history because most of the atrocities that were committed in North America against the natives, and there were some atrocities that were committed. No one's trying to ignore that. Most of them were perpetuated by people who came after Columbus. Columbus wasn't part of it. And then, of course, we have the third accusation against Christopher Columbus, and I confess this is the one that I might have the most based opinion on, that Christopher Columbus was an imperialist. Well, yeah, he was. So, this is the history of the world, as my husband often notes, is a history of conquest and war. We live in a very unique time in modern America where countries aren't conquering each other and taking each other's land and treasure or enslaving each other's peoples. This is a unique time in the history of the world. But up until just a couple hundred years ago, that's what everyone did. Everyone took land from each other, took treasure from each other, took wealth from each other, and took people from each other. Christopher Columbus was coming to the New World. He was hoping to find gold. Why? He was hoping to find gold to fund a crusade to take back Jerusalem, the Holy Land, from the Muslims who had conquered it. So was Christopher Columbus an imperialist? Maybe. But I don't think that's the insult if you look at historical context, the way that the left thinks it's supposed to insult Christopher Columbus. And then of course we have the fourth accusation, which to me is the funniest of all, that Christopher Columbus was a man of bad character. They wanna make him a villain in his personal life. He was bad, he was evil, he was grumpy, he, was, he, was, he should have had an Andy Garcia hairstyle. Well, where did this accusation come from that he was a man of bad character? Is there historical evidence that as an individual he was a bad person? The only evidence that Christopher Columbus was a bad person comes in the writing of a man named Francisco de Babadilla. Francisco de Babadilla wrote extensively that Christopher Columbus was a very bad man personally. But who was Francisco de Babadilla? He was the chief political rival of Christopher Columbus. He wrote an indictment of Christopher Columbus, which is a little bit like Hillary Clinton writing the history of Donald Trump. It's not exactly an accurate portrayal of Donald Trump's character to hear Hillary Clinton issue an indictment of everything she dislikes about him. Well, Francisco de Babadilla was the chief political rival of Christopher Columbus. And whenever any leftist makes an accusation that Christopher Columbus was a man of bad character, they always point to this document written by Francisco de Babadilla the Hillary Clinton of Christopher Columbus's era. So there we have the four 
arguments that the left makes against Christopher Columbus, that he committed genocide, that he was a mass murderer, that he propagated slavery in the new world in a new way, that he was an evil imperialist, and that he was a man of bad personal character. None of those arguments hold any water if you take just a cursory look at historical evidence and historical context. Yet, of course, the left expects you not to do that. The left expects you to just suffer some sort of white guilt because if you are white, then you are somehow associated with a man who was from Spain in 1492. A bit of a stretch, but the goal, of course, the left wants to demonize all white people, especially white men, because they want to render the United States of America somehow illegitimate. They want to claim that the United States is on stolen land, that there was some evil act that gave birth to the United States so that they can undermine what the United States is and what our government protects and who we as a people stand for because they want to destroy not just the United States government, but Western civilization as a whole. The irony of all of this, of course, is that if Christopher Columbus was the sort of original white man that propagated what has come to be known as white privilege in America, then all people in America, not just white people in America, are benefiting from that. And that includes those propagating the lies against Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus wasn't perfect, and I don't think anybody claims that he is. Nobody was perfect. Nobody is perfect. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but the accusations against Christopher Columbus are not only false, but they are intended for a much bigger destruction. So every Columbus Day, as all these leftists are squawking online about Christopher Columbus and using their off day to protest and try to vilify and demonize Christopher Columbus, tear down his statues, you remind them that what they're saying is a lie and the reason that they're lying is because they hate the United States of America and you hope that they're enjoying their off day while they do it. Happy Columbus Day.